0: Let's shift into wellness. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Amber Patchla, health coach, essential oils educator, wellness advocate, and lover of life. In this podcast, we will touch on all things wellness and journey together to become our healthiest and strongest selves in body, mind, and spirit. Join me and my amazing guests every week as we discuss all things health and wellness and how you can take steps to be a happier and healthier version of you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Shift Into Wellness. Thanks so much for being here again. I am so happy to be back after a month long hiatus in December. Um, I worked a lot and enjoyed the holidays and just took some time to um, do other things and pursue other things and I'm back and happy to be podcasting again and I've got lots of great interviews lined up and uh, I hope that you will enjoy them. I hope everybody is surviving, you know, the pandemic, the lockdown if you're in Ontario, and the winter, and that you're using every tool that you can to stay mentally uh, as positive as possible, as calm as possible, (laughs) and as happy as possible. That being said, today's episode is one that will focus on the spirit side of the mind, body, and spirit. And um, today features Heather Lee Kemp, and she is a Toronto-based spiritual advisor. And I met her through Rachel Schwab, a friend of mine who has been on the podcast before, um, talking to me about astrology, one of my favorite subjects. And Rachel started her own podcast. Um, that, uh, is really great. I mean, she's only done an episode. I think that there are going to be more coming, but she so kindly asked, uh, Heather and myself to be on it. And her podcast is called the on power to life if you want to check it out. But Heather and I were co guests on it. And, uh, she is a fe- fellow Leo And I loved her energy, and I find what she does freaking fascinating. So I asked her to be on um, my podcast, and here she is today on it. So Heather has had her own very long journey with healing, having traveled and lived all over the world, working with spiritual leaders from all aspects of faith. She now offers spiritual guidance and channeled readings sharing her knowledge and abilities with those willing to expand and essentially to work with the universe. She connects with spirit, whether that is an archangel, a deity, a being, and delivers messages that you are ready to hear. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a message you want to hear, but it is always something you are ready to hear. We get into it a lot more in this episode, um, I will attach all Heather's information in the show notes, and I hope you really enjoy this episode. Take care, everybody. Hi, Heather. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. Looking forward to this. Thank you so much. Me, too, this is an awesome subject, and I love that I was introduced to you through our mutual friend Rachel and I think what you do is really cool so let's dive into it. I always ask people to tell us a little bit about themselves um, in your case. Can you give us a little bit about your backstory and what led you to become a spiritual advisor
1: well it's like it is a long story, so i'm going to try to keep it really <laughs> short um I I grew up in a home that was not spiritual in the slightest. It was kind of like anything remotely spiritual was like just not accepted, mm-hmm. right? Like <laughs> so for me I it was really a finding a path of my own. And growing up I kind of realized that there was a lot of it wasn't really healthy how I was growing up and there was a lot of toxic behavior and um And I really had to go on this journey for myself to let go what was no longer serving me and what was no longer mine. And that really started um, when I was about 18, I left and I moved to Mexico and I started just really embracing and bringing in the unknown, the things that weren't um, talked about in my home. And it ended up being like a 20-year journey of traveling the world, searching for spiritual things in every corner, trying out things that were completely wacky and off the walls yeah. that really, truly did, you know, assist me in my own spiritual journey and healing. And I honestly never thought I would be a spiritual advisor, never, mm. because, Quite frankly, those 20 years I went around learning and exploring and reading and seeing teachers and living in ashrams and, you know, doing all these things, I really, it was always for me. It was always Mm. this thing of just trying to heal me Mm. because I had suffered from so much anxiety, such low um, self-esteem, self-sabotaging behaviors, um, inviting toxic people into my life, not really fulfilling my potential none of that and it was like through this journey of self-exploration and spirituality that I finally came to this place of like wholeness and Mm. then I realized oh my gosh I literally spent 20 years of my life figuring this all out why am I not sharing this with others Mm -hmm. so that was yeah that's a very short story but
0: (laughs) I love it so your own journey led you to want to help other people
1: precisely yeah
0: Beautiful. That's how, that's how it seems to go. So Heather, tell us then, um, what exactly a session or a reading with you looks like and what that entails.
1: Well, not only that, you know, being like a spiritual advisor, um, I do do channeled readings and, Mm. um, for, for my clients, what it entails is really coming forward in a state of openness, vulnerability, curiosity, a willingness, um, because there is work to be done. And I, you know, I should know I spent 20 years doing it. So
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I um. So really what, what it entails is, it's just a real willingness for my clients to be able to open up and want to like take those leaps and bounds forward to um, heal themselves and really clear out the things that are, um, have been hidden and those kind of illusions we tell ourselves. And we just have really open, vulnerable, fully confidential, loving conversations. I mean, the readings always, always, always come from a place of love. Um, it's what you're ready to hear, uh, what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. It's, it's really, really powerful work.
0: Yeah. I can imagine. (laughs) So, so who, so when you do said readings, who comes to you for these, like in terms of like clients, like do, do you find that exactly that, like, people have to have a problem or, or have these maybe um, inner emotions that they haven't dealt with? and Or, you know, do they want to, do they need to connect, want to connect with a loved one? Or can anybody gain from, from this sort of practice, would you say?
1: Uh, well, I would first of all say anybody could gain from this. Uh, a lot of people do come with a quote-unquote problem, you know, mm-hmm. looking for a solution to their inner turmoil or a current situation mm-hmm. or even when they have, like, a loss of a parent or something like mm. something like that. So I get a real mixed bag of people that come through. But really, I mean, really the foundations of the work is coming to this place of self-awareness. And there's... Uh, There's studies being done where 85% of the population believes they're self aware, where in fact only 10 to 15% are. So Mm. that means like 90% of the population is lying to themselves about lying to themselves right like that's just Mm -hmm. (laughs)
2: mind-blowing
1: to me really so this um this really anybody can come forward and I really don't believe you need to be at a point of crisis to have a reading to do the self-exploration to become more self-aware because self-awareness actually is like proven to um, increase our grades Mm. if you're studying it also increases our income
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it also Mm -hmm. increases our ability to love and connect and grow our community Mm. there are so many benefits from becoming more self-aware so yes some people come in a point of crisis looking for an answer and um, hoping to explore that and find some solitude and grace in what comes up um but Anybody can come. I mean, I really believe we'd all live in a much happier world if th- there was more self-awareness. I'm sure you've met people who are not self-aware at all, right? Mm-hmm. I think we've all been there and we can all sense that feeling of that person when they're not self-aware, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're like, okay. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, there's so many, so many benefits to it. And I, you know, I'm, I'm going to go on a little ramble here, but I really believe that spirituality and self-awareness are one and the same thing because I truly believe that we are God's spirit universe, whatever you want to call it energy. We are all one and I am no different to God's spirit universe. It lives inside of me and I live inside of it. And we're all one thing. So if I know me, I know God's spirit universe and they are connected. Mm -hmm. There's no defining difference between you and me or me and the higher power we're all one in that. So if we really want to connect to spirit and spirituality and become more enlightened and woke, you know, (laughs) it's really about knowing ourselves.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I could see that. Um, thank you. Thanks for clarifying that. So you mentioned already earlier, briefly, um, the messages that are delivered in the readings are always what you're ready to hear. So tell me what this means, because you said it might not necessarily be what you want to hear, what you're expecting. Yeah. So what does it mean that we're ready to hear? We would would never be told something we weren't ready to hear.
1: Well, I really do believe that when I do connect in, so I Uh, connecting into our kind of higher vibration or angels or whatever comes we're going to get to that yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever comes through is um knows knows how much we and how much we can take on right here right now Mm. like our higher self god universe spirit it's like okay like She's in kindergarten. We're only going to give her kindergarten information. Mm. I'm simplifying this. You know what I mean? And that those that have done more self-development work and have done more spiritual work and have a deeper understanding, okay, you're in high school now. You know what I mean? And like To simplify it, that's how it comes. It's like what you're ready. Been in situations. We've all been in those situations before where like you read a book, right? And you're like, Oh, I have a perfect example of this. You know, someone gave me a CD. um, That's how long ago it was when someone gives you CDs, right? (laughs) Yeah. And and it was like this like talk podcast on a CD, right? And and she gave it to me and I listened to it and I listened to it again. And I listened to it for a third time and I was like, why did she give this to me? Right? And then I kind of gave it back to her and I was totally not ready to hear the message. Mm. Three four years later, I got the message again. But and it was through this, it wasn't through CD, it was through the book. It was the same author, same person, and it actually hit me then four years later. I was like, oh my goodness. They but it was being told to me too early. I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, my spiritual journey hadn't evolved enough to hear the message.
0: Right. That makes sense. I love that. Yeah, I love it. Okay, okay, amazing, Heather. That 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 does um, it makes a it makes a lot of sense. And B, I feel like there might be sort of a sense of comfort in that, right? Because people probably have some people anyway might have some apprehension or or nervousness about about doing something this and like this and channeling things and. And, uh, what is that? Do you hear that? Okay. And, uh, and, um, connecting to, to some other power and to themselves. So I think knowing that they're, they're only going to hear what they're ready to hear could be, uh, comforting if you will. So let's go back and let's chat about who, who you connect with. Um, like, are we talking about spirits, angels, deities can you call on specific people how does that work uh okay it's fascinating
1: thank you you for asking i mean that's such like a a common question and i'm Mm -hmm. so grateful you asked so um honestly i don't tend to ask who for someone specific to come through. Like, I feel that like that's bigger and greater than me. But if I have clients ask and request, I will, I can definitely put the request out, but I can't guarantee, you know, right. There's zero guarantee that I'll be able to, to connect to a particular person who's passed over. I don't very often do that. Um, or a specific angel or a specific deity. Um, but I really do believe again, like whoever or whatever comes through is exactly the one you needed to hear it from. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: I hear everything. I get everything from like angels to deities or gods. um, And it mostly sticks to that. Like, I don't, you know, like Abraham Hicks, I don't have a particular like being that just comes to me. I have a, there, I have a really, it's, it's varied. And often the message is very much related to um, what that person is going through right now. Um, so, for instance, like if Archangel Raphael comes through, I'm like, okay, this is a message on healing and like and health and in every sense of that. Or if it's an, if an angel like Shamuel comes through, I'm like, okay, this has got to do with relationships and how this is going mm. through so it's usually you know who comes through usually follows through with that message of what they're known to do, do that energy of that
0: so you are aware of who you're connecting with
1: yeah it comes through right away i i pretty much ask him like who hey who am i talking to you know That's and like you can hear a through. voice pardon or me can you hear a voice so being, I'm actually, I'm, I'm glad you asked that too, because there's a few way, You, know, everybody's heard of a clairvoyant. They have like a clear seeing. And then what you're seeing a voice is like a, a, a clairaudient, I believe it's called. And that's when they have a hearing. So they mm. might have things like music or sounds, or they just hear their name being called, but there's nothing around. Mine is like a clear knowing. It's just like a deep knowing. And it's a little hard to describe, Mm -hmm. but that's a clear, I'm a clear cognizant. And that is like, I know, I just have a knowing. And mine, when it comes to me, I work differently than a lot of people. I write it out. It comes in written form for me. Like it's just Mm -hmm. this knowing, so I get it out. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I write off the entire reading and then I type it out because no one could read my writing.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And,
1: the, and then I, yeah. And then I, I, they, as soon as they get on zoom or they, everything's on zoom now these days, as soon as we get onto zoom, I send them the, the email and then they read it out. We have a conversation. A lot of the work is done in the conversation about what came up in the reading.
0: Okay. So on that note, Heather, so. You have you did say when we were when we were um, conversing a bit back and forth that you do recommend having a specific question. So then I think listening to you there too, my question then would be so. For example, let's say somebody had a question about just that about relationships, but then another archangel came through and they have you ever had it where they someone that you called on felt like it was more important to talk about something else in their lives. And then that question is an answer. Or do you find that the answer usually comes forth?
1: I have yet to have the answer not come forth.
0: Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Great.
1: So like, yeah, if someone comes to me, so I, I see what you're saying. Like if someone comes to me with a relationship, you think, okay, Archangel Shamwell is going to come through. Mm-hmm. But actually, perhaps Raphael is going to come through the angel of healing. And the reason why that is, is because that person has to heal before Mm. they can allow love in. Mm. Right? Actually, there's things inside of them blocking them from allowing this relationship to blossom or for them to even plant the seed of that. So I I, I never, I, I rarely, you know, like rarely call on someone to come through unless I've been requested that. But I like I said, I often let whoever and whatever wants to come through because there's, that is the message. Awesome. So does that make sense?
0: Yes, yes totally, a hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, and then, so Heather, you also said once the reading is complete, you do um, post check-in or check-ins with your clients. So tell me, like, why do you follow up? And what can we do with the the guidance and the information that's gained from these readings? Two kind of questions there.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, I'll I'll start with the first one. So why I do follow-ups and check-ins? I mean, there's so many reasons. One, the work the work only really starts to begin. Once you have the reading, I give home, we, we, as me and my clients, um, agree upon homework to do. Mm. And that could be, I mean, there's, it's very individualized, but it could be books or meditations or exercises or speaking our truth or what, you know, like journaling or painting, you know, it's, it's, and the 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 list is endless of possibilities of ways to heal and work the learnings into our everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's homework. So I usually check. I, I send the, you know, the homework email and then I follow up and do check-ins. And um, really depending where you are, sometimes I check in on people like, every week, sometimes I check in, um, you know, a couple months later, or, you know, once a month for a few months, it really depends where people are on their journey, and if they needed any other help, or if something else popped up in their life at the time. Um, so it's just usually a quick text message or email just to check in and so let them know, that like, I'm still here. But also for me, I mean, I have, d- I have been to people that do my work, and I have been to therapists, and then like, as soon as the session's over, they're like, okay, you're just a number. And that never really set me well with me.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. The people that come
1: to me, I really truly do have, I, I believe they came to me for a reason. Right. And they're never just going to be a number.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. truly do care. I want the best for those that I work with mm-hmm. and the healing doesn't, just automatically happen and it doesn't just automatically start sometimes a supportive text message or email can go so far
0: yeah absolutely right and I I I agree with you people connect for a reason right yeah so I love that you that you um stay in touch and follow up. And some people probably need a little follow up and reminder, right?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. You know, some some people do want that accountability buddy.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, that just kind of need that little bit of nudge along the way. And um, I mean, let, let's face it, the world we're living in right now, it's really, we're all separated. You know, mm-hmm. it's not our choice.
0: Yeah, 100%. Heather, do you have anybody come to you that's skeptical? Uh, Well,
1: they don't tend to.
0: I'm just like, because I wonder if if people would even bother or like, and then only open-minded people come to you or if people are actually like, I'm legit interested, but I'm skeptical. (laughs)
1: Uh, You know, that's, um, I, I have had one or two people kind of reach out with, I would say they're more curious. Mm. Right mm-hmm. and um, and of course, with curiosity, there's always a bit of um skepticism, but uh generally the ones that come forward are ready ready and mm. do have a belief in that and of course, in my job in this job in this industry, there is always going to be those naysayers always I know oh, yeah as soon yeah. as I launched my website, I was like, okay, that's just part of the territory, mm-hmm like this just happens like someone that becomes a bus driver like I'm probably gonna get yelled at sometimes you know (laughs) it's just part of the territory yeah of course being a waitress sometimes you're not gonna get tipped just part of it yeah
0: absolutely
1: so I and I just have to I just really have to meet those people who are vocal um about um being a naysayer with as much love and compassion and understanding and knowing that they're just not ready yet.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Okay. That all sounds fantastic. I, um, when you emailed me, I just, I always like read, I don't know. I just read the whole email and at the bottom of your email, your little quote um, that was attached said the, and I loved it. The universe always provides and faith is its currency. Can you tell us what that means to you?
1: Oh, well, thank you. Do you know, I, 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 I would, I just, I'm not even sure. It just came to me one day Mm. and I hadn't done my preparation, my ritual to um, do a reading. It just kind of came to me. Mm. And, um, and I do feel it was like slightly, like slightly divinely or was divinely led Um, because, for me, I mean, it is faith is something that has always been with me. And those times that I've ignored that or kind of put it aside and stepped into that place of worry and fear, mm-hmm. right? Ignoring my faith um, that the universe will provide for me is when poop has hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And I have so many examples in my lifetime that the universe always provides.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so much yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. When I'm, in, when I'm in the vibration of faith, I would love to give an example. Sorry. So I had just finished a 10-day silent meditation retreat in India, a Vipassana meditation. And before I had went in to get that, I, to do the meditation, I had my bank card canceled and my visa card wasn't working. I mm. had like 400 rupees left. I have no idea. Not very yeah, much. Yeah, left, yeah, yeah. Right? And I went in and I, I sorted it all out before and it was 10 days of silence. I thought, great, my card will be here when I, when I'm done the 10 days. My card will arrive at the meditation retreat and then I can get on with my life. The card didn't show up. And I was like, okay. And the meditation retreat was purely 100% by donation. It was such a it was such a fabulous, amazing experience. I would encourage everybody if they've got the ability and the time to be able to do like a 10 day silent meditation retreat, life changing. Um, anyways, I I and it's all by donation, so I give them all my money. In faith, I just had faith. I didn't even have money to get a bus ride out of there.
2: <laughs>
1: One of the other fellow meditators gave me the 25 cents to take the bus. <laughs> right? I showed up at the, I think it was the Jaipur train station. And I just had, like, my heart was so full of faith. And there was lines, like, people, like, just... So many unfortunate homeless people mm-hmm. lining the outside of the, the um, train station. And all of a sudden, just within my heart, I just looked down at my dirty Birkenstocks and there was a hundred rupees <laughs> at my feet.
0: Oh my God!
1: I picked it up. It was the perfect amount for me to take a train and a bus to the next location I wanted to get to. And when I got there, off the bus there was like a a shop that said like help you with money problems and I was like okay and I walked in I just had faith the guy did like that super old school 80s visa print thing you know when they had the paper they like and it like printed your thing and he gave me enough money to last until I got my card
0: Beautiful.
1: Like it was a total miracle. I had zero money, zero friends, zero anything. I just had faith.
0: Yes, I love it. Yes. Great story.
1: Yeah. I just, there's so many times that that just happens. It's like, I just have to have faith. Yeah. Yeah. And faith is such a hard thing to build. I find I've had people ask me, Oh, like, how do you build faith? And then for me, it's like, Again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier is that we need to have faith in ourselves. That same thing about how spirituality and self-awareness, it's like, we also need to have faith in ourselves. Start mm-hmm. there.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. I couldn't agree more. Okay, Heather, is there anything that you want to add to all of this? You know, if... Uh, if... Anything that I might have missed in asking you?
1: Um, I don't think there is right now. Nothing's coming to the top of my head. I just really want to thank you for um, holding this space for me and being able to share some of my, you know, journey. and, mm. lessons. and I guess just like a, a parting thought for any listeners is... Um, Well the universe always provides and faith is its currency. (laughs) I
0: think that's it. Absolutely. And I will put that quote (laughs) in uh in the promo for next week. So Heather, where can everybody find you? Is it you know, are you on your own social media, website, if anybody wants to work with you or connect with you?
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, um, you can find me on social media, Heather Lee Kemp, Lee with two E's. Um, and my website's the same, heatherleekemp.com. Uh, so yeah, you can Google me there. Just find me on my website, social media. Um, and yeah, pretty easy to find just my, just my name.
0: Perfect. I'll include all of that in the show notes. Um, and then before I let you go, Heather, the last question of the podcast is always, I ask people what one of their favorite self-care practices are. Oh, or is. So there's
1: so many, just one. Yes. Uh, I would have to say it is, I'm single and I don't have any kids and I would say it's having good quality time with my dog.
0: Beautiful. My I love is. that. Animal therapy, man.
1: Yes. <laughs> you have a
0: little doggy, right?
1: I do, and he's so cute. And yeah, he just like that unconditional love that we have yes. for each other is just it's so healing and it's like the best self-care.
0: What a wonderful answer.
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what's your dog's name? snoop like the rapper Snoop
0: like the rapper giddy up (laughs) doesn't get much better than that
1: not at all well Well, heather i really really
0: appreciate your time this is such a fascinating topic and i'm i'm so i'm very into and always have been all forms of spirituality and i'm so glad that uh we got connected through rachel schwab and uh i appreciate you and having you in my life now
1: Okay, me too. Well, thank you very much. And thanks to all the listeners who are tuning in. Just so fabulous.
0: Awesome. My pleasure. Uh, We will speak to you soon. Thanks, Heather.
1: Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye.
0: Thanks again so much for being here, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and you were able to gain some new insight and knowledge into wellness. The goal here is to develop habits for long-term success in health and happiness. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could subscribe and follow and leave a review on iTunes. As you know, essential oils are to me the bomb And I would love, love, love to help anyone with these beautiful tools from the earth. If you're interested or you have any questions, reach out to me anytime. Let's continue our shift into wellness, support each other along the way, and be the best we can be from the inside out.